Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We, we, we are online 24-7. Hey, Tigorian Civil representing for Jano Radio. Play all of the hits them. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Attack of what? Represent for January Radio, you wanna spin music like popular to look at at like muffler. Blazing the steel, bringing the heat, mixing non-stop, it's Jano Radio. No, 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 I poor represent for January Radio, at this online radio station, them for no. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Oh yeah, oh yeah Yo, this is AZI Just letting you know to follow Rose Solo Everywhere she go TV and radio Done Self-awareness, pride to coat and yes, I like to wear it. Buttoned up, don't like to let no air in with a pair of gloves that I hope doesn't perish. I discovered though when I get holes in them and I let joy in, I'm in higher spirits. My mistakes are like a screaming parrot, just repeating lyrics. I can barely bear it when I'm lost. Road is narrow, I'm looking down it like a gun's barrel. Aren't we all searching for the serum that could help us breathe and leave our state of peril? All of us have made defensive scarecrows that we scatter around our fields and treat like heroes when they scare away the things that we should cherish. Cause we're too embarrassed to admit the fear is that we're lost. Yeah, but what does it matter? I get to combative inside of me is a personal canvas. The pain can be flat and get messy when I start to get rattled. The heart of a savage and quiet when I lurk in the shadow. But something on that up, I don't wanna be over dramatic. But look at the data, it's obvious that humans are fragile. We tend to get mad at the ones that call us out, but the fact is we need some. And that'll be honest when we fly off that handle I admit I throw a fit when I begin to unravel Keep my wits been off the grid but now I'm back in the saddle My intent is not to rent, I like to own what I value I can take you on the fence and maybe pick up the paddle I like the roll against the current, that's the way that I travel Opposite of what the grandest got the brain of a rebel Take initiative, I'm diligent on every level I never could settle, I like to keep my foot in the pedal Yeah, I love the pack arenas and all But what I really wanna do is learn to handle my thoughts And put the reins on them, show them I'm the one that's the boss And pull them back when they get out of hand and breaking their jaws I'm taking the flaws, they told me I can never evolve Then pull a bane on them, ask them, oh, you think you in charge. You ought to know better. Ain't no way around it. Applaud the traits that I want. They say I can't afford what it costs, but I manifested this. Failing's how you grow and learn your lessons, kids. Take the worst and try to make the best of it, cause when you fail, just know that it's a test and if you can learn to pick yourself back up again and train your brain to not be such a pessimist. It's okay to make mistakes, just don't forget that there's a high road, but I skip the exit when I'm lost. Yeah. When I'm Burdens are heavy, and I'm hoping it don't bury me. I used to be joyful and skip so merrily, but now I'm too cautious and tiptoe carefully. 
My mind left, and it's nowhere to be found. Am I a big old parody? Cause it's no fair to me. And now I'm at the point where I'm spending the grand a week on hypnotherapy. Look, I'm trying to wash away my sins. I got a group of loved ones that ain't my friends. And if I ever take a nail, then they might grin. And they all want to see me stay in the cage I'm in. So when it come to anybody, there's no trust for no one. Man, so what? My whole plan is to go nuts. My shoulder's ready for most drugs. I'm cold judge. Anybody trying to enter my circle with no love. My sanity's gone. I'd rather be torn from this planet. They planted me on. Your stats a reward. I'm actually bored with having this sore heart. It's torn apart from a family that I don't have anymore. Man, hold up. I was living so oblivious with millions. It really was a pity, huh? A pity, huh? It's kind of funny what a penny does mixed in with a mini buzz. I feel stuck. Life got me by the neck with a blade against it. Cause I was... Sometimes it's hard to believe That you're working things out for me But I can't see, I can't see I'm walking with blindfolds on But you're more sure than the ground that I stand on And I know that you won't cave, you won't cave in So I trust you, even when I can't see the full plan to make no sense I know that you're in control in control I trust you
trust you Even when I can't see the full plan Everything seems to make no sense I know that you I wanna say thank you Pick up every massive and crew Pick up everybody in the struggle push through Pick up all the LLs, queens and the youth man too Have to give thanks to you, but you Yes, I'm on my way A youth from STJ With a big dream and people who believe in me No matter what a bad mind say I wanna say thank you Thank you Gotta say thank you Thank you I wanna say thank you Gotta say thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Proper things, lot of things, blessings just speech. What a thing, got a fling, blessings on me. Big up everybody from the West Indies. Who's ever seen the best in me? Big up all my friends and family. Even to the ends and tragedy. In this world of calamity, making my dreams a reality. I wanna say thank you, thank you. Gotta say thank you, thank you. I wanna say thank you, thank you. Gotta say thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Even though times may seem hard, I'm grateful for the love that you showed me from the start. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful from the beginning. Whole lot of work that we putting in, and we stand out, no fitting in. So we up now, only winning. I wanna say thank you, thank you. Gotta say thank you, thank you. I wanna say thank you, thank you. Gotta say thank you, thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. 
Tuesday. It's Tuesday, July 19th. It's the Rose Solo Show. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Rose Solo the Phoenix. I'm here burning down barriers, emerging through those ashes, and rising radiantly. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's Tuesday, July 19th. I can't believe summer break is almost over for my kids. So my youngest two, um, one in high school and the other in elementary, um, they go back the first week in August. Yes, down here in the south, we're yeah that thing. So yeah, we go down, we go back the first week in August, um, and then my college students, I have two college students, <laughs> go back the end of August. So summer fun is almost done for them, <laughs> and they're not happy. But I'm, I'm trying to keep them focused on, you know, we have a few more weeks left, so let's enjoy the few weeks. So, but it's July 19th. That being said, um, the year is almost done. You know, I'm seeing Christmas movies, and I'm not a fan of the Christmas in July thing. I'm really, let's not rush Christmas. So, but I digress. I digress. Thank you, everyone, for being here. A special thank you to all our listeners tuned in on 98.9 Future FM in the Bronx, Mount Vernon, and Westchester, New York. And to all our listeners around the globe, tuned in on channelradio.com, qmzradio.com, and viscosityblend.com. Wherever you are, we are grateful to have you here with us tonight. If you missed last week's show, no worries. You can listen to my interview with AZI and listen to his new single, Thank You, by going to johnoradio.com, clicking on the podcast tab, and listening to all the shows that you've missed so you have no excuse to miss the dynamic conversations, the amazing interviews, and all your favorite tunes. We have another great show planned for you tonight. My special guest tonight is an author, a life purpose coach, a 9-11 volunteer, first responder, and due to his unselfish service, as we, we've heard about hundreds and hundreds of volunteers, he is a cancer survivor. Craig Sofkowski, he joins me later in the show. And I want to read something to you before I take a quick break and bring Craig on. So there are currently 80,000 plus first responders registered with the WTCHHP for health monitoring, treatment, and support. And that's the World Trade Center Health Plan. Um, the program primarily defines first responders as workers or volunteers who provided rescue, recovery, debris cleanup, and related support services on or in the aftermath of September 11, 2001 attacks. Since the program's creation in 2012, it's been tracking the health impacts of first responders and the World Trade Center survivors and those who lived and or worked in the city disaster area. Other programs, including the WTC Health Registry, had tracked 9-11 related medical conditions prior to 2012. There's recent evidence indicating the arrival time and duration time spent at Ground Zero impacted the rate of risk for each first responder. With those who arrived earlier and made repeat visits exposed to more toxic air than others. The study published in the Journal of American Medical Association in 2019 found that firefighters who arrived on the morning of 9-11 compared with those who arrived later had a 44% greater risk of developing cardiovascular disease. As I said before, later in the show, Craig joins me to talk about his experience and his continued service to ensure that the survivors, the first responders, the volunteers, and the families 
of those are remembered, <laughs> are taken care of. We need to take care of our own. We need to take care of our own. So we'll be talking to him later on in the show. Of course, if you have a product, a service, a platform, a business, or event that you would like to promote or share with our listeners, let's talk. Receive a complimentary on-air interview with any promotional sponsorship package. Your business will be featured to a global audience on not one, but four media platforms on social media. For more information, email the Rose Solo Show at gmail.com. In the subject line, please make sure you put business spotlight. Of course, we have to take time out to talk about some of the hottest topics happening in our communities. In the know with me and Ro is later in the show. Moments will join me in the second half of the show. Nurturing Nuggets tonight will be different. Craig will be reading for us, so he'll be back twice. He'll be back up twice. So, Americans watched in horror. Bear with me one moment. Americans watched in horror as the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001, left nearly 3,000 people dead in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Shanksville, Pennsylvania. The enduring power of the September 11th attacks is clear. An overwhelming share of Americans who are old enough to recall the day remember where they were and what they were doing when they heard the news. Yet an ever-growing number of Americans have no personal memory of that day, either because they are too young or not yet born. A review of U.S. public opinion in two decades since 9-11 reveals how badly shaken national, how badly shaken, I apologize, our nation came together. And I want you to listen to this word briefly in a spirit of sadness and patriotism. You hear that word? Briefly. All right. We'll be right back with Craig after this brief music break. Of love and grace. 
wanna say thank you. Welcome back, welcome back everyone to the Rose Solo Show. I am your host, Rose Solo the Phoenix. It is Tuesday, July 19th, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you to all our listeners tuned in globally. Thank you to those listeners in New York on 98.9 Future FM in the Bronx, Westchester, and Money Earner, Mount Vernon. Thank you to the family on JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, and Viscosity Blend. I'm honored to have tonight's guest on the show tonight. So we're gonna we're gonna do it a little different. We're we're gonna we're gonna take our time with this one. We're gonna we're gonna keep the conversation nice and slow, and we want it to sink in, right? Um, so he's gonna be here with me for a moment, and then moments will be here. <laughs> so he is one of my former guests who is now a dear friend. Um, he's an author of Everybody Pays a Vic. He's a life purpose coach. He heroically volunteered to assist first responders on 9-11 in the days following the attack. He's been featured on Fox 5 Atlanta, a better business book, and contributed to Time magazine. He's a lung cancer survivor. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to just open your hearts and your spirits for true heroes. Please welcome. Craig Sotskowski. <laughs> I got it to the show. Good evening, sir. How you doing, Ro? <laughs> I am doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here. You know, I practice every time I have to um, <laughs> say your last name. <laughs> yeah, myself included. <laughs> um, I'm very anxious about tonight because I want to make sure I get it right because your story is absolutely amazing. So before we get started with all the, you know, 9-11, everything you do and everything you've done since and all your projects that you're working on, just share, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Uh, so my name is Craig Sikowski. I've been an entrepreneur since I'm a little kid and uh, just got interested in, in real estate. You know, as a carpenter and a mason by trade, I, I just, I wanted to learn something different. And I started uh, renovating my own houses. And with that comes the good and the bad, right? right. So in 2004, after, uh, 2004, three years after 9-11, and we were down in Florida and we created a 30, 30 door portfolio of real estate, really nice properties, and we renovated them and stuff. And then uh, we got hit by two hurricanes in three weeks. Mm. Basically got our portfolio wiped out. <laughs> So from that time, I learned I learned the system. I learned about insurance and banking, and and to be honest with you, I got quite mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then 2005, uh, I started speaking about uh, banking and finance and financial literacy. Mm -hmm. And um, 2009 came around, and I took my wife and my daughter, and we moved to Mexico for seven years mm -hmm. um the reason why was because the economy was just turning and i did not want to repair all my leaking holes out of my ship mm 
and I thought I would miss my daughters growing up, so you only get one shot at that. Right. So we moved to another country, and uh, we raised her there. And you enjoyed Mexico. You're supposed to have like an island, man. <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah, yadi. <laughs> yeah, yadi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, I, I've had an amazingly complex uh, life, yeah. and I enjoy everything that I do. Yeah. Um, we have the good and bad and everything. And, right. Now, I, I had a 10-year battle with cancer, with lung cancer, and we ended up uh, taking my mid and lower lung out. And... Um, telling you one of the best things that ever happened to me simply because it it accelerated my life in my head yeah you know and and here we are now and here we are now so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk to you a little bit more i hope you don't mind if i take up a lot of your time because you did say you would read to us um for nurturing nuggets remember you you gave me that promise (laughs) 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 so if you're just tuning in everyone i am speaking with craig saskowski he is a 9-11 volunteer. He is a life purpose coach, an author, and one of the most amazing people you'll ever meet. And he will be back to talk to us after this quick break. This is your girl, Rose Solo. You are tuned into the Rose Solo Show, streaming live on Future FM 98.9 in Mount Vernon, Westchester, and the Bronx, generalradio.com, qmzradio.com, and Viscosity Blend. We'll be right back after the break. Take another chance 
social media platforms at The Rose Solo Show. What Justin said, what Justin said, what Justin said. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are in the middle of an interview with one of the most amazing people I know, Mr. Craig Sostofsky. He is a an author, a life purpose coach, Gotta cut that off, sorry. He's an author, a life purpose coach, um, a cancer survivor. He was just sharing a little bit of his story um, prior to the break, a 10-year um, battle with cancer. Craig, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I know that your time is precious to you because you've got a lot to do. But, um, you know, we just ha- we, we talked for a few minutes. We talked for a while the other day. And you were sharing so many things with me, especially in regards to um, the aftermath of 9-11 and the health conditions of those who were first responders and volunteers or in the surrounding area. Um, so do you mind sharing a little bit of your story with, with, with me? You, you, you were telling me if we don't get go too far into your medical history, but I just wanted you to share um, a little bit of your story and the challenges that you went through. But I call them triumphs because you made it through every single one of them. So, Sure, I'd love to. <laughs> Um, as with the 9-11 responders, uh, there's, I, I want to say, 
right now there's probably 120,000 people that are sick and dying. And uh, if you're not in New York, you're attached to a company called LHI for your health benefits. LHI has was interviewed, uh, oh, I'm sorry, NBC did a story on LHI in September as being probably one of the worst um, providers for 9-11 responders as well as, and I had found us out, uh, the military. And long story short, it literally takes months, if not a year or two to see a doctor. The system itself is just set up. And I, I you know, I talk to 9-11 responders all the time. It's right. like, I believe the system is just set up for everybody to die. Mm. Um, there was a lot of things that just didn't make sense. You know, um, you had Justice Department hearings for something called the Victims Compensation Fund to, you had to get certified to uh, participate in any kind of money distribution as well as health benefits. And what they did was they made it two separate incidences. Mm. So you had to go to the health part, get certified, and then you had to go to the money part. And it's just, you know, it's the government system where everything is just dragged on. And, you know, we're talking about people with multiple cancers at times. I myself have been told that I had malignant cancer three times. Mm. Uh, and they were only right once, mm. you know. So that mindset that, you know, yeah. the doom and gloom yeah. does a number to you. That's what I was going to ask you about. Talk to us a little bit about that the first time that you heard that or you were told that, you know, you have cancer. Uh, sure. It was uh, 2017. Uh, I was already sick all of 2016. Mm -hmm. I just kept, kept getting pneumonia and pleurisy, um, which is extremely painful. So I was already on the, the pain meds and all of that stuff. And what I needed to find out was a different way of, of coping with pain. Uh, so I developed a, a mindset that was able to do that. And the thing that, that really got me was when um, it was August, I believe, of 2017. And it was some kind of planetary event where it was like a, a full eclipse or something. Right. My wife and I, my daughter, we went up to Helen, Georgia to look, <laughs> to look at this amazing, amazing eclipse, right? Right. And uh, I'm an avid hiker. I mean, you know my story, living in a bush and stuff yeah. and walking pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, we, went, we went to go climb this little hill and I couldn't make it up the hill. Mm. And it was really weird because my chest was pounding like, you know, I could hear my heart in my head, you know, that kind of thing and profusely sweating. So um, I turned around and it took me you know, a while to get to the car. And long story short, my wife and daughter came down after that and we drove to the hospital. Mm. And uh, so you have to picture this mini, a mini emergency room. The doctor walks in after he did a couple of tests and had my 11 year old daughter at the time and my wife and he comes over and he's like, I just wanted to tell you, I think you have malignant cancer. Oh, wow. Bro, I got to tell you, uh, it, it took everything <laughs> not oh, wow. to pick this guy up and throw him through the wall. <laughs> because my daughter right immediately there. was like, well, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> of course. You know? <laughs> Inquisitive minds, of course. Yeah. And, and she's not a stupid kid. 
right? So she started Googling stuff and freaked <laughs> her out a little bit. Um, long story short, I ended up going through a flexible bronchoscopy, a rigid bronchoscopy, and um, when they were when they were exploring, they nicked the carcinoid tumor I had. And that literally almost killed me. I was in, I ended up in the hospital for about a week with all of this stuff, you know, just coursing through my veins and all the nasty stuff that comes along with the carcinoid tumor. And uh, about two weeks later, uh, they had set up for me to get a nine-hour surgery. And they removed my mid and lower lung as well as the carcinoid tumor. I uh, was in the hospital and literally everything that could happen, happened. So I had the pain med doc. He tripped over one of the lines and bent the epidural. It was in my back. Uh, one of the nurses was cleaning up around the bed and she tripped and she, uh, she tripped over the, the drain that was in my ribs. Mm -hmm. uh, and <laughs> I had a, a catheter. And my nurse came in and she pulled, she tripped over the line and pulled that out halfway. Um, so it was pretty interesting because literally every time they did something, I ended up getting juiced up with some kind of drugs <laughs> to like knock me <laughs> Whatever they were setting. You, you know, know, I was going to call your, your medical team kind of clumsy, all of them tripping over the wires and cords, but you, you of course, had to give, uh, throw a joke in before I did. So go <laughs> But one of the most profound things was, um, so I was on the table for nine hours, and sorry, I ended up dropping. Okay, you're getting kind of clumsy over there too. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what happened. I was on the table for like nine hours, and and the meds wore off, and I was one of those people that woke up uh screaming because oh, wow. <laughs> all the pain meds had shut off and it couldn't right. give me anymore right. um because my blood pressure had dropped mm. and i remember my wife my daughter and my brother glad my daughter was knocked out passed out uh but my brother and my wife were just like what the hell this guy's screaming what did he do yeah and I remember uh, it was a couple hours before I was able to get anything. Before <laughs> so you got had, any more pain medication? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I had I had a tube going through my ribs, um, the epidural, the catheter, and no pain meds, wow. um, as well as a couple other holes that were plugged up. So yeah, that's my. Uh... And thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being so transparent. I'm gonna. Um... One, I can tell you that I am grateful that you are you are a fighter and that your mindset allows you to to challenge anything that 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 comes against you or tries to fight against you. I, I, I just love that about you. But I want you to, I'm going to read some numbers to you because the numbers make more sense than anything. And then we'll probably come back after. But um, the numbers are hard to read. An estimated 410,000 first responders cleanup crew members and survivors spent days and weeks breathing in air every heavy air I'm sorry air heavy with toxins from 400 tons of crushed concrete glass and asbestos that ground zero 
to date more than more people have died now from this toxic exposure than victims of 9-11. Although um, 2,900, almost 3,000 people died, right, Craig? Lost their lives that day. Um, almost 4,500 survivors and first responders have died in the year since. And, and Craig, tell me if that number is accurate. Um, I was, yeah, the, the numbers are the numbers. I mean, yeah. Craig, numbers mm -hmm. all over the place. Right, right. But, but we have a huge problem. Um, and it's just the, the medical industry in, in this country. Um, it's just not, it's just not on par with what it should be in the United States. I'm going to ask you a question that I saw. Do you think, um, Americans, most Americans know about the health crisis that health happened other than what we see on television do you think we really have a true understanding that there are more um more deaths from the survivors and first responders than there were from the actual attacks do you think that that we understand that no. and if we don't what do we need to do to get us to understand it um just Follow the bouncing ball. <laughs> you know, uh, call the senators, congressmen. Um, you know, uh, there's a gentleman, John Field and John Stewart. They're the ones that actually were fighting for uh, the money. And they became very successful. And then everything, you know, politics. When there's money, there's fraud, corruption. Um, it's, it's just a big mess. because And there's nothing good that came out of anything from 9-11. I've I've had probably uh, I would say in the last few years probably forty to fifty people that I would talk to not on a not on an everyday basis but know of and right. that have passed um, and it's it's hard you know it really is because you can be as tough as you want but when people start dropping like flies and what goes along with that is uh, monetarily. People get wiped out. I, I went bankrupt in 2020. Wow. And uh, now I'm not ashamed to say that. I mean, it was one of the smartest moves that I've made. And, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard on the families. It's hard on the friends. I've lost a lot of friends uh, through cancer because people don't want to see you sick or whatever or they ignore you. or you know, it's, it's a hard thing. So what I've done for myself is I've developed a mindset that is unstoppable. And tell uh, us about your coaching program and your speaking engagements, because I know he is an international speaker. That's how I met him. He actually was speaking at an event, um, but he's turned it into this, this a mastermind. So tell us a little bit about um, your, your coaching business and, 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 and how if people wanted to learn more about that and become a client of yours, because, you know, you have the eight steps to success, right? Think I don't know these things. Tell everybody about. <laughs> so what I so what I've learned, like I've been mentored by the best in the world, you know, from Anthony Robbins to Les Brown. Uh, you know, the, the list is endless. I've been doing this for a really long time, and what I realized for myself was to study epigenetics, mm. and epigenetics, I believe, was put together with by Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, and it was just a different way of thinking if our body can cause sickness then our body can cause healing 
And while I was going through all of that stuff, I, I started meditating. Uh, I always meditated, but I just took it to an entirely different level. Right. Like right now, I'm probably at like three to four hours a day. Wow. Um, Continuously a day, or do you break it into different segments throughout the day? Sessions throughout the day, I should say. So what I do is I do one in the morning, okay. two during the day, okay. and then one at night. Okay. Um, but there was, a, there was a time after they moved my middle lower along. I mean, the pain was ridiculous. And right. to this day, I, I still have pain from all the nerve damage and stuff. Uh, so what I started doing was shutting down the pain barriers through shopping exercises and, and, and just concentrating on always being on, like always mentally thinking about the pain. It didn't matter if I was walking, talking, chewing. <laughs> it didn't matter. It's 24-7. Right. And we all have the ability to do this. What I've done for myself is I have eliminated all the distractions in my life. Right. Now, that being said, I was taking a course um, with Mr. Les Brown, and they heard my story, and they ended up giving me a scholarship. Congratulations. And, I'm sorry? I said congratulations. Thanks. So um, this, is, this is what he told. So here I am. This legend is reviewing my life. Right. right? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I do not get giddy when it comes to, like, star people, you know, like, just in general, people of people. But here I have this legend going over my life, and I'm giddy like a little schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's Les Brown. I mean, you know, he's reviewing my life. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, listen, this is what you do. If you listen to everything that I tell you and do everything that I tell you, your life will change forever. And I was like, you know, I, I've always listened to him and anything I've posted with Mr. Brown, it's always, hey, Mr. Brown, it's me. I'm the one based off of something that he had said. Right. When he was going through his, uh, when he was going through his challenges and with his mentors and stuff. And he was like, you're right. You are the one. And they gave me a scholarship. And I ended up speaking in front of like 20 to 30,000 people online in 2020. And, uh, I started to reclaim who I was. And now I'm here to have people understand that you don't have time. You know, whatever it is that you're thinking about, uh, execute on it. So I came up with a cool speech. You came up with a cool speech, you said? Yeah, I came up with a cool speech uh, that I had read in front of 20 or 30,000 people. Well, I'm, 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 I'm very proud of you. I'm very humbled to know you. I know that um, you have... I appreciate that, Ro. Yeah, you, you have um, overcome some tremendous challenges. And I know that, uh, I'm at a loss for words actually. I, I know that you, there are people that watch your story and look at you, you're truly an inspiration. Um, as I said before, I, I would like you to come back and read later on in the show. Sure. Please share with everyone um, more information on how to get in contact with you, how to follow you. I know you have a website, help share that with them. And of course, again, your coaching program. Sure. Um, so it's craigsikowski.com. And right now, 
There's a helicopter flying somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, it's CraigSikowski.com and um, Free Show. I'm I'm talking to people for 15 minutes for free. So if anybody's interested in that, you can go there and just click on the uh, page that drops in. So so one last thing before we we we, we um, go to go on go to break. For the people that say, because you say all the time, it's your mindset. You know, we, we talk about mindset and people don't be necessarily believe that it's really your mindset, you know. And when you talk through it and you say, you know, I had to change my mindset. What's one of the most challenging things that you experience, which we know other people are experiencing as well, that you had transitioned, that you had to transition it through your th thought process to move forward? I've always been a six, seven figure earner. Mm. So being in bed for months at a time, uh, not being able to produce, thinking that I was less than who I was, mm. plays and wreaks havoc on your head. Um, one of the hardest things people can do is actually understand who they are because of all the stories that we uh, tell ourselves or how we're programmed from time we're born to like seven, eight years old. Uh, I encourage people to understand what the reticular activating system is, the RAS in our head. And what is you... the reticular activating system, the RAS in our head? I'm sorry? What is the reticular activating system? For those so, who don't know. So the RAS is, is the recorder. It's the human recorder. We all have it, okay? So whatever you're programmed from zero to seven or eight, you're going to end up as an adult at 35 years old with that personality. So if you've been having, um, you know, things that shouldn't happen to little kids or many circumstances, right? right, right. It's the story that we tell ourselves. And what I have found out is once I was able to change that state, the emotional state, to the story that I used to tell myself in circumstances uh, and give it addition, uh, an addition, a different emotional attachment to go from um, say being molested as a child mm. I always had a story about like why I couldn't accomplish things mm. and it wasn't until I was in my 40s you know speaking at convention centers and walking off stage and getting the accolades and I'm standing there thinking that I'm a piece of garbage because I didn't deserve it mm. You'd be very surprised how many people are going through this right now. That's true. That's so powerful. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. Thank you for your transparency, as I said before. Thank you for sharing your story, as always. I would love for you to come back because you do have way more to talk about. Um, it's just <laughs> time does not allow us to talk about everything, but you do have so many projects, um, and we want, to, we want to learn more, and we want to know more of what we need to do in order to ensure that our first responders and our volunteers and the families of um, the victims of 9-11 are taken care of. Just, it's, it's simple, you know, simple medical help. I don't understand why it's so difficult for us here. You know, we, we, we so quickly, we are so quick to help others, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't want to digress too much, but we're so quick to help others in other countries. And right here, we have heroes, heroes struggling to survive. And that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm very sorry. But um, 
I'm grateful for, for people in the world such as Craig because they show us that throughout everything, throughout all the challenges and all the obstacles that you may um, be faced with in life, there's still good. There's still a, a positive outcome. You can still overcome. <laughs> you can push through it. And as Craig said, his, it was his mindset. He had to change the way he thought. He had to change the way he moved. He had to change his lifestyle and ensure that his mindset was aligned and in sync with that process. So, Craig, I thank you again for being here. I'm going to call you a little later so you can come back in the show and read for everyone. I'm not sure what you're going to read. I don't even know if you know what you're going to read. <laughs> but I'm going re to read you uh, the speech that I did for Mr. Brown. Okay. All right. I'm excited. You know, I have a couple minutes. How did you meet Mr. Brown? And when are you going to introduce uh, me to him? <laughs> okay, so here, Let me throw that in there. So we have 30 seconds. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because of COVID, I never physically met Mr. Brown. Oh. Everything was online. Okay. Right? okay. But a couple, years, a couple years before I came back to the United States, I was on Ono Brown's radio show, which is Mr. Brown's daughter. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. That's so we're shitting out. Thank you so much to all our listeners on 98.9 Future FM in Mount Vernon, the Bronx, and Westchester. You're, you're a New Yorker, right, um, Craig? Jersey. Jersey, Jersey. There you go. So there we are. So he has some family. Say hey to everyone. Say hey, New York. <laughs> all right. Thank you to all our listeners on 98.9 Future FM in Mount Vernon, the Bronx, and Westchester, New York. Um, thank you to our listeners on QMZRadio.com and ViscosityBlend.com. Our time is truly, truly too short together, but we'll be right back here next week at the same time in the same place. And until then, remember to be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. And please, please stay safe. And always remember, Ro loves you. And if you're tuned in on JanoRadio.com, Moments and I will be back with more of In the Know and much, much more on the other side of this break. Thank you again, Craig, for being here. We truly appreciate Thank you. you He'll be back later in the show. You're tuned into the Rose Solo Show. We'll be right back after this break. Oh, you fall.
Welcome back and thank you all for tuning in.
Dance to this song. I'm just saying, sorry. There you go. Everyone to the Rose Solo Show. I am your host, Rose Solo, and we are streaming live on JanoRadio.com. Thank you to all our listeners that were tuned in on the first to the first half of the show on Future FM 98.9 and Money Earning Mount Vernon, the Bronx and Westchester, QMZRadio.com, and ViscosityBlend.com. For Jano Radio listeners, remember to download the Jano Radio app, which is available on all app stores, and you can take us on the go. You don't have to miss a show. No excuses, no excuses. I'm going to play a little bit more music. Here we go. Moments or in the know with me and Ro <laughs> will be Listen, baby. Listen, baby. Be back right after the break. I'm sorry, y'all. You keep on hearing me pause. It's storming out here. <laughs> it's scaring me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to be a big girl. I'm going to be a big girl. I'm brave. I'm brave. Here we go. Kissing you. 
Jano Radio is my favorite station. Welcome back to the Rose Solo Show. I am your host, Rose Solo the Phoenix. Burning down the barriers, emerging through those ashes, and rising radiantly. Tonight is Tuesday, July 19th. <laughs> the year is almost done. <laughs> the year is almost done. But right now, it's that time for the, of the show. It's time for In the Know with me and Rose. So everyone, welcome moments to the show. Moments, how are you? Rose Solo, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm having moments over here, technical issues over here with the rain, but I'm 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 handling it. I'm handling it. How, how's your day been, Miss M- Media Mogul? How how's your day been? <laughs> busy. busy. Busy, 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 busy. But I'm not gonna complain because busy is busy is good busy is good busy is very good busy is very good so but, yeah but yeah grateful thankful yes everything full everything. Tell me full. what's for dinner <laughs> let me tell everyone i live vicariously through moments you hear and um today, today is um today's dinner is four people's food right no. um, and that's the best food. Watch. Listen for it, everybody. Listen. What's, what no, is it? Seriously, it's really poor people food today. Um, macaroni and salt fish with white rice. That sounds good to me. Let me tell you something. You know, we always, what I call them, concoctions, remember? I would always say I'm making a concoction. Concoctions yeah. are the, this is what, this is, moments, it's, that's poor people food. When you just find something, you mix it together, and you make a meal, right? Those are concoctions for me. Those are the best meals ever. Especially when you have like five, ten, six people in ten or your five, ten, six, five, six, ten people in the house. I can make a concoction to feed a an army. Try me. <laughs> give you a joke. What? I give you a joke. I remember one day I was talking to my mom. Uh-huh. And she's like, Okay, what you making for dinner? I'm like, I'm making corned beef and macaroni for dinner. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. I would never want that for dinner. Mm. <laughs> I said, listen. Listen, honey. I have to do what I can <laughs> to feed these people. It's what I can afford, so that's what it shall be. What did um he say? Yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> we do what we can. Mm-hmm. I said, we got to survive. He's like, I would not want that for dinner. Mm-mm. That's breakfast or lunch. Certainly not. I can ima- I can hear her saying that right now. <laughs> I can hear her oh, saying it. I tried this with her once when she was with me. Oh no. Mommy, I don't feel like washing up any plates today. <laughs> so we're doing paper plates. Said, excuse me. She said, excuse me. No, you I didn't. Somewhere. Um, I'm at home. May I have a plate, please? Mm. <laughs> I don't think I would ever be that brave. I would never. that's bravery and it's finest go moments that was strength and power you got shut down though as we know you would but um (laughs) some things you dare not approach my dear mother with right yeah Um, she's a lady she's a lady lady. she's the definition of class and grace oh my gosh yes she is Mm. she she told me up to today 
She says, you can't tell anybody I didn't try with you. Oh, gosh. I tried, but obviously I failed. She told you that? <laughs> what, what did you do to make her say that now, please? Drive her up the wall as up, usual. As usual. <laughs> yep. My she said, I really tried with you. I tried. <laughs> I'm like, listen, mommy. What uh, you get is what you get. <laughs> and and when, you, when she's saying that, you're laughing. Of course. <laughs> She did try. She did. I think she did a great she job. I think she did a great job. I know the part that she did with me was wonderful. I remember once. One more story, and then we'll get into the no. One yeah. more story. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I like our stories. So she's with us. I think it was at Christmas. And the boys pissed me off. So I went straight at school. Oh, oh gosh, dear. no. No. Oh my god. She's like, oh there. <laughs> <laughs> she calls me by my pet name. She's like, uh, is it that bad? <laughs> Do you really have to behave like that? Mm. Mm -mm. It's when you forget that they're in the house, right? It's when you forget. Excuse me? <laughs> you did not come out of my home. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've I've done it. Listen, my my mother's I'm different. Rebel. I'm a true rebel. I'm yes. a true radical. I am her trial and her tribulation. Yes. I think I really you channel my mom. You channel my mom, and and because yeah. <laughs> my mother is something. Why I tell y'all, if you want a rebel, come to her. She will give you one oh one on rebelism. Was that a word? <laughs> she is a rebel. Mothers is in therapy because of me, but yeah, it is what it is. If listen, if if my mother didn't send your mother to therapy, nothing will. Being her sister is the challenge of a lifetime. It takes patience and understanding, grace, grace. My mother's. A, I, I love my mom. She's a bomb, but she's totally different from my aunt. Yeah, I told her there's a special place for her in heaven. <laughs> I'm preparing her. <laughs> To make sure she gets through those curves. Yes, games. you're giving her all the challenges that she didn't receive. Exactly. I'm sure she's grateful. I'm sure she's grateful. You can probably stop now. <laughs> you can probably stop now before you get disowned. Oh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Good evening to everyone <laughs> listening to the Rosolo Show on janoradio.com. A moment with me. And I'm here for In the Know with me and Ro. <laughs> See, you gotta, my tongue was twisted so many times today. I um, I give up. <laughs> I'll let you do it. So let me throw a couple of twenty-one. Okay. First. Okay. Go ahead. Monique announces new Netflix comedy special and shares she's reuniting with Lee Daniels in a new film. <gasps> that stuff. Yeah. Okay. okay. We also have um, Judge rules that Twitter's lawsuit against Elon Musk can proceed with five-day trial beginning in October. Write the check, Elon. Save Write yourself. that check with those zeros. <laughs> Is the check even long enough? <laughs> Go on. Third story. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so are Chinese content creators exploiting African children for money? Go with Have that one first. Go with that one first. With the African children doing 
beautiful dancers, really talented. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was the Chinese behind those videos. So now the question is, are they exploiting these children for money? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. BBC Africa, a journalist, discovered that Chinese content creators living in Africa were exploiting children by filming them, performing explicit acts, dancing inappropriately, and even saying racist things about themselves. The video content was then distributed to Chinese subscribers willing to pay between $10 to $70 U.S. per video. Why has this gone unchecked? What? Yes, so, women, well, they, they're going to Africa? They went to Africa and filmed the children. in Africa. Because you know a lot of Chinese have moved to Africa. Lenore. Did you see the... Tell me you saw this. No, I didn't. You know I didn't. For the Chinese man, a black couple, mm -hmm. a Chinese man, an African couple, um... The wife is pregnant. The baby comes out Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and the husband said, oh, I'm so happy I have my son. Oh, hold on. What? Wait, wait a minute. You don't get it. <laughs> Listen, if he likes it, we love it. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> I drink water. My, my business on that one. If he don't see a problem with that one, then hey. Yeah. yeah. But wow. my concern is this, though. Yes, it's exploiting these children. Haven't we done enough? Hasn't the world done enough for people of Africa? And where are the adults to say? That's what no? I was going to ask. Where are the adults? Where were the adults four or five hundred years ago <laughs> to say no? Where are the adults today to say no? You cannot film my child get out i mean what what's the how do you put a value on your child i don't i don't, I don't comprehend how you can put a, a monetary value on your child i really don't and i understand that i may not you know live in some of the situations that that these people may live in but to exploit your child mm -hmm. and then and then who thought of the grand idea that they were going to film and you, you said they're in um you said they were doing loot acts is that what you said Yes, yes, yes. Even calling themselves racist names. Mm -hmm. That's got to stop immediately. And we need to find a way to get that to stop immediately. Yeah. You cannot have our children calling themselves negative names and racist names. What the heck is happening? Mm -hmm. And who is but allowing this to happen? It's just so like, oh my God. So what happened? The problem. And this is a problem, not just in Africa. It's a problem within the black community. Yes, it is. We sell out our own so quickly for a dollar. Mm -hmm. We have lost, or did we ever even know our worth? We, I don't think we do. And unfortunately, and here's the thing. It's not, it's not our fault. It's not our fault. We weren't taught our worth because our parents don't know their worth. And their parents didn't know their worth. We have that mentality. We were, we were raised with a slavery mentality, unfortunately. And you and I have spoken about this before because I think um, the Car Caribbean, our mentality and, and our, um, our history of slavery is different from black Americans. And I'm a black, I understand I'm a black American, but I also grew up in the Caribbean, so deal with it. And, yeah. um, and my point is that the, 
as Caribbeans, when we think about slavery and we, we think about heroes, I think about nanny, I think about, I can go on and on and on. Here in, here in, in America, it's, slavery is this negative, it's a, this, this burden, this, this, this dark cloud in our history. And for, for some reason, we cannot come from under that cloud. I'm not under that black cloud. My ancestors did, did what they needed to do for me to be here and do what I need to do right now. I have work to do. For, yep. for the next for the next generation, I'm not going to sit here and ponder on what happened um, way back when. I I didn't, I didn't my my ancestors did that that work. They worked for a reason. They did that for a reason. They sacrificed for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you want me to a hundred years later and four hundred years later to have the same mentality? That'd be unfair to my aunt. That'd be a disgrace. That'd be a disgrace. Got to know how to move forward and fight, keep fighting, but we have to keep moving forward. That's the part we give up. Are stuck. Stuck. We give up too easily. Moments. We give up too easily. We have to keep fighting. We cannot give up. You know, I think about uh, you know Craig just now speaking on on certain things and, and talking about everything that we talk about when you talk on your show um, in the mornings. Everything. What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? And you and I spoke. About, it boils down to the one thing: vote. We can vote. Yeah. We can vote. We want change. We have to vote. We have to change. vote. You see, when, 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 when the, the Sri Lankans wanted the president out of the house, you mm. see how they got him out of the house? The one in Sri Lanka? Yes. Yes. You saw yes. the entire country almost came to the house to get him out. Unified. You got to go. Unified. You got to go. Comfortable. They're too comfortable. Our politicians are too comfortable. They are too comfortable. Yeah. So what are we going to do to get them out? Drive them out. Drive them out. That's what we got to do. Get them out. And I don't know why we're so scared. What are we scared? What's, what are they going to come spank us? Because we still are holding on to the ideology that they are better than, than us. And we treat each other that very same way. Lighter is better. Mm-hmm. We do it within our own community. community. Yes, we do. And we shun our own, disrespect our own, but the other communities can do as they please with us, and we bow down to them. And that is why I say, don't ask me to march for no black lives. Mm-mm, now. Mm-mm, I'm not going out mm-mm, there. Mm-mm. Until we get up and march for our our people killing our own people. Mm-hmm. Every day, blacks are killing blacks, and nobody's marching. Nobody is screaming and yelling and crying out. But you want me to get up and march when another person from another community comes and kills one of us? I'm not going out there to march until y'all can get your act together. We easily lose focus in our community. We easily lose focus. We'll protest, you know, we'll protest Black Lives Matter. Everybody was out there, Black Lives Matter. And, and what's going on now? What's, what's happening now? What's happening now? Yeah, but we don't care about each other. We care about what others do to us, but we don't care what we do to each other. And that, for me, is senseless. It's the aesthetic. They want every, we, we, we want every, the world to see what we're doing and how we care and how we protest. So you can film it, and the media po- puts it on television, and the world sees that. When actually what's really happening is total dysfunction. Yeah. Total dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Hypocrisy. Yeah. Our next story, 
AOC, Carolyn Maloney, Corey Bush, Ayana Presley, Madeline Dean, Nidia Velasquez, Barbara Lee, Jackie Stair, Catherine Park, Sarah Jacobs, Rashida Clive, Andy Levine, Alma Adams, Bonnie Watson Coleman, Veronica Escobar, Ilhan Omar, Jan Shaskowski. 16 members of Congress have been arrested outside <gasps> of the Supreme Court during an abortion protest. Among the arrested are all those that I just named. Good. This is according to CBS yeah. News. Protesters rallied along First Street Northeast near the Capitol building, blocking the street. Capitol Police gave the protesters three warnings before beginning arrest. While reports state members were arrested, but it shows that they were escorted off the property without being handcuffed. Hmm. Somebody said they ran out of white people handcuffs. But um, <laughs> <laughs> did they have one for Corey? <laughs> Rashida, let me be quiet. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm I digress. Yeah, the, the Democratic lawmakers are standing up and pushing back. Yeah, so that that's on the that's forefront. A, thank you. We, we'll say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll say thank you. We'll say thank you. And my last story. My last story. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this. I learned this. Um, so this was posted on The Shade Room. All the stories are courtesy of The Shade Room, by the way, I must say. French Montana says record labels are taking out life insurance policies on artists and doesn't believe they're doing it in good faith. Yeah, French Montana had a lot to say about the music industry, about a death in a recent interview with DJ Academics while speaking. He said he was beefing for real. People were like dying and this and that. It was blocking a lot of money. People didn't want to touch you. Somebody gets their shot, your rap friends stop picking up, the label stops picking up, it gets crazy. However, things shifted when he talked about life insurance. French told academics that labels are preying on artists passing away. What? Academics asked that the labels are signing an artist in good faith if they take out a life insurance policy. French responded that it's just another way for them to profit. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either, but my Lord moments listen to the stories where you're what is happening in this world i guess this is why I, in the morning i can't hear because i probably faint at work just fall over wow we have no regard for our own human beings do you know that yesterday or was it no this morning mm -hmm. this morning i'm dropping son number three off at school you know for football camp mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me and I'm on the intersection. There's a lady running across the street in front of our vehicle. Where we have the red light because mm -hmm. the bus is there. She's trying to get over to the bus. You know, the city bus that takes you wherever. Mm -hmm. And she needs to get across on the other street. And she starts going across. And this SUV, a silver Chevy Suburban, is coming down, not easing up. And I'm like, wow, she had to stop. But yet, on that very street, I have seen people slow right down for a dog <laughs> and for ducks. But you don't slow down for a human being. But you don't slow down. Make for human that make sense. 
and it's not the first time I'm seeing that mm. behavior. Mm-mm. People will slow down for a duck, a squirrel, a, a dog, a, a ch- cat. A chipmunk. A, a, there we go. But they will not slow down for human beings. So nobody cares about people. Everybody is about themselves, number one. And then this story with French Montana, people, record labels, this is an eye-opener. Yes, it is. And it better be an eye-opener for artists. The world has changed. The way <laughs> things are being done has changed significantly. You now have control over your career. Thank God for technology. So you, if you get your room, create a studio in a little corner, create your music, write your music, put your own content out, you own everything. Why do you need these record labels? Because Walk they truly away. don't know, understand what they own. They truly do not understand what they own, and that's the problem. Right, they don't. But they sign on the dotted line and don't understand that when you sign, you know what you're doing? Mm. You're signing away your rights, mm-hmm. your freedom, your creativity. Because now you have to create what they want you to create. Exactly. Think about that. And the thing is we see you so we see it in the past happen. Yes. And we see it happen so often in the past, and you think, okay, so we'll, we, we should have learned by now, right? We should have a better understanding of the industry, of the, 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 the logistics, the laws, the legalities, you know, copyright, you know, lega- publishing, legalities. We should have a better understanding, but we don't. We don't. We are ignorant to it. Very. And there are, there are people within our community that are, are coaching and are providing us with the tools and the knowledge that the the artists need to understand what to do so they don't get taken advantage of. But you know what? We don't want to go to the, we don't want to listen to them. We know too much. Yeah. So now I would say to young men in particular who are aspiring to be musicians or be a rapper or anything in the art in the field of music. Think carefully before you sign on that dotted line. You're better off doing it on your own. May take a little more effort. May you may have to work a little harder, but you can do it on your own. Or find black-owned record labels. We don't have enough of them, I don't think so. And make sure if you're a black record label owner, you're doing right by the artist too. That's the point right there. And I think when you tell people, when you tell the artists to find um, black-owned record companies, some some may be leery because they have they've had negative experiences with black-owned mm-hmm. record companies. So mm-hmm. you have to again to our point, you have to do your research. You have to do yeah. your due diligence. We're not telling you to just jump into a company or jump into an organization because it's black-owned. Do your due diligence. Yeah. Make smart decisions. Because it is going to affect your future. It's going to affect the bottom line. And if, if you're in this industry, just do your due diligence, please. Somebody so, made a comment. The labels are the ones behind some of these murders. They feel, yeah. wow. No, it makes you think. It really makes you think. It's an episode of Empire. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. Go right ahead. No, I'm yeah. saying it's an episode of Empire. It, it, it seems like an episode of Empire. Did you ever watch Empire? You didn't watch Empire. It's life imitating art. It's, uh, it's life imitating art moments. It's like 
but uh, you know what? I, we have uh, one minute. You said something about Monique, and, and I am a fan. You know that. Um, so yeah. can you read? tell us a little bit real quickly of, what, of, of, her, of her project with Lee Daniels? Uh, it looks like Monique is ready to move on, and she continues to get to the back. She just announced that she is teaming up with Netflix for a new comedy special. But there is more. She also shared that she is reuniting with Daniels on a new film as well. In an announcement shared by the streaming service on Tuesday, she said, I'm excited to say that I'll be shooting my first Netflix special. In addition to reuniting with my friend, director Lee Daniels, on the Netflix film, The Deliverance. Yeah? Congratulations. Congratulations. That's amazing. I'm glad. Healing. Healing. You see that? Everybody who had something to say, shh, drink water and mind your business. Healing, healing, healing. I'm so happy for her. I'm so happy for her because she has amazing potential. And, you know, she has a whole huge community behind her that wants to see her win win and shine. I'm so happy for her. Congratulations, Monique. Thank you, Moments. You are welcome. Thank you to everyone who's listening, tuned in on JohnOverde.com. I hope you already have that app, J-A-H, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. This is Moments with Me, and this was In the Know with Me and Ro. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much, Ro Solo. Thank mm-hmm. you, Moments, as always. I truly appreciate you. You're tuned into the Ro Solo Show, and we will be right back on the other side of the break. All right. Take care, everyone. Pretending it wasn't that deep You could see in my eyes that it was taking over I guess I was just blind and caught up in the moment You know you take all of my stress right down Help me get it off my chest and out Into the ether with the rest of this mess That just keeps us depressed We forget that we're here right now Cause we're living life at a different pace Stuck in a constant race Keep the pressure on your bounds to break Something's got to change We should just be canceling all our plans And not give a damn if we're missing out on what the people think is right Seeing through a picture behind a screen And forget to be Lose the conversation for the message that you'll never read I think maybe you and me Oh, we should head out to the place where the music plays And then we'll go Track of time. Everything that I've been dealing with ain't even crossed my mind. I don't see nobody in here but us, for real, for you I'm blind. We go anywhere, it don't take much for us, you catch your vibe. Come here, I need to tell you something, let me whisper in your ear. Do whatever to get you there, I'll push you on a there. Probably out in four months straight, they'll think you disappear. Let them truck look good on you, I'm copping you that years. I think I'm about ready to make love in this club. Only thing I need is my drink and my drugs. I done got no 10 and four.
substance It's easy when the love don't hide No, I No, I As I learn from my mistakes Company creates companions So right Yeah, yeah Baby, both say I love your smile Girl, I love it when you smile Do that Do that I love your life, yeah I love it when you smile Say, I would do anything for my love, yeah Yeah, I would do anything for my love, yeah Oh, that run inside the building up your flame Just to be with my love, yeah Welcome back, welcome back everyone to the Rose Solo Show. I am your host, Rose Solo the Phoenix. If you're just tuning in, you just missed In a Know with me and Ro. It's been a great show. And as I promised, I said Craig would come back and he's going to read to us. He's going to read the speech that he read to Les Brown. So um, I have him on the line and I'm going to turn down this music so we can hear him. Craig, thank you for being here again. <laughs> Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for allowing me to take over your evening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so My this is the speech. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the speech that you read to Les Brown, right? Yes. Okay, we're all ears. Go ahead. This is this evening's nurturing nuggets by Craig Suskowski. My name is Craig Suskowski. I'm a father, a husband, an entrepreneur. I'm a 9-11 volunteer at the World Trade Center. I stand in front of you of one of the tens of thousands who are sick and dying. I don't say this to you as a story of woe. I say this to serve notice to you that if you play life like most people and live in fear every day, life will pass you by and leave you unfulfilled and your potential buried at the graveyard. But you will be with your books that you never wrote or your songs that you never sang or those apologies you never gave. And as you think about your life, I want to encourage you to live it as if it was going to stop right here, right now, done, over. No more texting, no more phone calls, no more emails, no more, I'll talk to you tomorrow. It happens sometimes. And you never think it's going to happen to you because life is coming for you, whether you want to participate or not. Life's unpredictable. It'll show up knocking on your front door just as Murphy's Law is knocking on your back door. You know what that means. I'm telling you, life is hard, my friends. We have to dust ourselves off and stand back up, ready to take the next hit, because you know it's coming. It wasn't until I stood up again and again that I recognized the being within, the universal energy that gives me its grace and allows me to light my beacon so my global brothers and sisters can sit. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're seeking is seeking you. So show up, and I promise you, you'll be your own best audience. And it's going to take that deep down desire to succeed for you to achieve all that is being presented to you and for you. In my faith, I believe we're all gods within, light seeking a human experience. And we're all here to take each other home once we have learned and grown. In a very famous book, there's a quote that says, may the greatest among you be thy servant. I'm coming to you with a message. I'm here to disturb the comfortable and comfort the disturbed. And I bring to this show two very simple questions that never seem to get answered. 
Why are we the only species on planet Earth that pays to live here and the granddaddy of them all? If we're all so different, why is it that nobody laughs or cries in a different language? I believe that once we start talking about our commonalities rather than our differences, and when we speak truth, we never have to remember a lie. That's when we can move from this point forward. We should never stop being a student of life because if you look around, you'll find lessons in the people, places, and things that surround you. I really do understand how hard life can be. I've been knocked down, stood on, beat up, and that was just in my 20s. Statistics indicate that over the next year, life is going to touch you or me or someone you know with sickness or some kind of accident that'll be so devastating it'll stop us dead in our tracks. So what I want you to do is write this down. I am capital C for courageous because when life comes for me, I have to be courageous to take on anything that it brings my way. And I am capital R for relentless because I have to be relentless in the pursuit of my dreams because they are mine. I am capital A for aligned because I have to align my spirit to follow my calling without distractions or outside influences. And I am capital I for instinctive because I have to use my instincts to tune into that God feeling within. And I am capital G for growth because in order to grow, I need to till my mind in order to plant my seeds of hope. Now I will be that light shining over your shoulder during your trying times. And as we pass through dark stormy seas, we need to adjust our thought cells. As the hurricane winds try to capsize our minds and leave us with no anchor, as we aimlessly navigate through life's uncharted waters. Life can be very tough, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be hard. Nobody said it was going to be easy or fair. I know there are going to be days that test your resolve, take the test and be brave when all you have left is that burning desire to change and grow and work diligently on your vision. And don't ever stop being who you're supposed to be and not what society has branded you to be. It is Nick Vajusic who says that fear is often described as false evidence appearing real. I believe him. Fear is a sickness. And I bring to you my motivating spirit as a game changer. So I'm encouraging you to raise your vibration and change your frequency and produce your God-given energy to turn on that inner light and use it to light the torch of someone else's burning desire. Changing the world is not an easy task, and you have to be hungry, as my mentor Les Brown loves to say. We must get radically uncomfortable and step away from our self-sabotaging behaviors and emotional insecurities in order to move from this point forward. I say to you, ladies and gentlemen, from this point forward is how I live my life. I have taken the time and invested in myself to be able to create states in my body that can take over the chemistry set within. Once we stop reacting to life and we sit in our thoughts and allow time in our temple, the only real estate that we can own, can we respond to obstacles in our life with clarity and deep-rooted conviction to overcome the disempowering thoughts that no longer serve us? And as I laser focus on my purpose, I encourage you to do the same. And for you to inspire your friends and your family, as well as your communities, to write down your goals and dreams and study them and nurture them like a garden with your children. I don't know you, ladies and gentlemen, but I do know something about you. You have greatness within. And when you become bolder in your thoughts and have your heart energy in line with your message, there is no stopping an idea whose time has come. We need to encourage each other to use our voices and seek out individuals and enlightened groups 
that will help us in collaborating on building communities of like-minded people and forward-thinking sustainable projects. We are all here on a mission to serve humanity, to bring new strategies and applied solutions to old thoughts and convoluted thinking. Because we are custodians, and we all have been given greatness within. And once we make a commitment to ourselves and have a vested interest in our own endeavors and ideas, can we ever be free from disempowering, stinking thinking? So I encourage you to believe in yourself. There have been many days when I had no belief in my own thoughts and actions, and I needed to find that push just to get out of bed. A friend of mine told me if I was stressed out to write my obituary and then live a life as if I would like to be remembered. I want to be remembered as a giving and empathetic stand-up guy and a person with good character. And I know to be these things, I always need to be accountable while I'm still breathing and contributing to society. So I come to you, ladies and gentlemen, as life has brought me down to my knees so I can rise one more time. I believe that when death no longer scares you, there is a universal change within. And here's the thing. I know that I will be forever in the thoughts of my loved ones. So I don't agonize about what I leave them. I agonize about what I leave in them and in the lessons we have nurtured and the experiences we have shared. I've learned a very profound lesson in my 56 years on this volcanic meatball. And it's life is 80% showing up and 20% how you perform. And there are no dress rehearsals. This is a one-shot, one-take experience. So remind yourself, thinking you're one in a million is a mediocre thought at best. Be that one in seven and a half billion and stand out in the world of stand-ins so you can shine. After all, you beat out 400 million sperm cells to become uniquely you, so don't waste the experience. Be relentless in how you celebrate your life and don't forget the small incremental wins because life is not a sprint, it's a marathon, and it will continue to beat you down if you don't take the time to work on yourself. There's an expression that says, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans, because let me tell you, I'm not afraid to meet him. I think he has a funny sense of humor. I know we're all here for a moment, and most people have anxiety and depression and worry about future events that haven't happened yet, and they turn, and trying to turn their failures into their children's successes, leaving their offspring depressed, anxious, and suicidal. That, my friends, is our global culture. It's Dr. Joe Dispenza who said that humans have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, and that 90% of those thoughts are the same as the day before. So we are literally living in the past. We need to break this cycle to move from this point forward. We need to settle in our minds and stop thinking our comfort zones are going to save us. They are not. We have to stretch past our mental blocks that hold us captive from good, solid decisions. So I'm encouraging you to take back control of your life. And as you drive yourself to your dreams, always look through the windshield to a new and brighter horizon. There's a reason why the rearview mirror is so small, because where you're going is not where you've been. As new thoughts and new ideas help us all leave our mental luggage behind. And as you get to your next stop along life's highway, exhale. Then take a deep breath and hold it and exhale again. You'll be that much lighter. Because as you know, my friends, mastering life is an ongoing conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, as my friend and one of my mentor, Kirk Ashley, likes to say, have a most outstanding day. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Craig Vaskoski. Um, Craig, courageous.
relentless, aligned, instinctive, and growing. I appreciate thank you. Thank you so much, Russ. I'm honored to be your friend, and thank you so much for gracing us with your presence today on the show. Thank you, Russ. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Craig. Um, to find out more about Craig, go to www.craigsotskowski.com. So it's www.craigsotskowski.com. We'll be right back after the break. Mm. I've been a throw up the sex in a From this balcony Back in 2019 I was outside freely But now they got it out for me I don't care what frat that you was in You can't out for me Keep dreaming Pineapple juice I give a sweet 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 semen I know what they like So I just keep cheesing Hard drive full of heat seeking Trying to come the same day As Jack rethinking You don't need Givenchy You need Jesus Why do y'all sleep on me? I need your reasons I got plaques in the male peak season Shout out to my UPS workers Making sure I receive it You can do it too, believe it I've been a Throw up the Sex in a Yeah. 
listeners around the globe listening on Future FM 98.9 FM in New York, Mount Vernon, the Bronx, and Westchester. To all the family on QMZRadio.com and ViscosityBlend.com, thank you so much. And to my Jano Radio family, thank you for continuing to listen every single week. Make sure you keep it locked. DJ Rookie is after me. He'll be up next. Keep it locked. Get ready. Get your get your um get your toes on your on your rocks on your napkins or whatever you need to do to wipe yourself down ready because uh, it's it's going to be DJ Rookie, yeah, I already understand the assignment. Continued blessings are extended to my beautiful co-host. Moments I love you from a place be 
beyond this natural world. Thank you so much for always saying yes, and thank you for always being here and having my back. Make sure you check out Coffee and Toll World News on the Go every weekday, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's where Moments shares the news and we share our views. Listen to the conversation on JohnOradio.com, QMZRadio.com, and join the conversation on Clubhouse. On Thursdays, you can listen on Future FM 98.9 in New York. Thank you to all the listeners tuned in everywhere. I truly appreciate you. A special thank you to my, my, my guest, Craig. Thank you so much for being here. Again, thank you for your transparency. And ladies and gentlemen, we need to be more vigilant. We need to be... We need to take care of our own. If we can't take care of our 9-11 first responders, then who the heck are we going to take care of? Anyway, we'll be right back here next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, streaming live. Until then, this is your girl, Rose Solo, reminding you, to, reminding you to be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. So soar fearlessly. And as always, you know, Rose loves you. Ladies, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online 24-7. We 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 hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye.